Hello, welcome everyone in the next episode of Cardamom and Chili. I am your host, Vera, and I am a holistic business photographer, and I help small business owners and entrepreneurs to follow their dreams and create beautiful, bespoke images. That was an intro. Loved it. And hello, <laughs> I'm Heike. I am a coach and an NLP practitioner, and I combine this with branding mentoring. So our mindset comes first, then we make the brand work. And that's actually quite logical, isn't it? Hmm. It, it is. But isn't. <laughs> it is, but isn't. Yeah, I know. You're confusing me again. So when you're confusing me, there's usually something that we have to talk about. I think so. And you know what? Exactly. Back to our intro today. I thought that it's about time when we bring more clarity about what we do, because I think it's nice to, to make sure that our listeners are aware about our actual passion and vision and mission and because I'm the one who asking questions, you go first. <laughs> I need to re reevaluate our friendship, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, no just kidding. You, you, love it, you love it. Please help me to help people who are confusing what you do or what expect from you. Yeah. And some matter because I know that you are great at what you do. And I know that you help people a lot. And personally, when someone wants work with me and someone wants professional brand shoot, for the first instance, they would go to you. And I told you that a few times, they will have no choice. <laughs> they will work with you because... They need you, and I know that they need you, and I need you to help them because then my life is easier, and their life is awesome. I love the way how you put that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a circle of helping, basically. Yes. Yeah. And additionally to what you said, uh, there were two things that popped up just recently, and it's the uniqueness of what I do that causes a little confusion, and also not understanding the words. Mm. And I don't mean it in the way that foreigner thinks, but in the way how people perceive words. So I do coaching, which means I work with a mindset. I work with someone's beliefs and everything, and the NLP as well. It's in the same area of expertise. The branding is mentoring. So when you coach someone, it is a relationship, then mentoring. Mentoring is just teaching guiding someone to learn about a very specific topic. Mm -hmm. So for me, I really prepare the ground first, getting someone into the mindset they want to have and need to have for their business to thrive. Then I implement the branding mentoring, give them the tools, give them the ideas, give them 
advice, how to do things, where to do things, how to implement things, everything that would ha happen in a branding. Mm -hmm. Or let me say a lot of it, because there are some things that would either cost extra when I would do it, or, and that's most of the cases, people can do it themselves, depending mm -hmm. on how creative they are, for example. But I mm -hmm. always encourage this DIY thing. Like one of my favorite networks, they have built something to deliver you all the tools that you need for your digital presence. And so you can just toddle off, learn it and do it yourself. And the DIY thing is how we actually evolve and learn and self-develop most of the time when we learn new skills. Yeah. So you need to test and try it. If it works, fine. If it doesn't work, where can I tweak? How can I do it? How can I make it work? Mm -hmm. So there is a difference between the coaching and NLP part, which is basically working with the brain and emotions. Mm -hmm. And then comes the tools of branding on top of this. Mm -hmm. It is fascinating because in the, well, old-fashioned model or you know, some people still believe in that. But if they won't believe with something they they have right to do, but I'm really, I'm really into a new version of getting into stuff and mindset. Mm -hmm. It's the most important thing when mm -hmm. you when you start to doing anything, and especially in the business, in a small business, but I guess that the bigger businesses, enterprises, they were both exactly the same. Someone had a vision mm -hmm. and yeah. mindset which says, yeah, I can do it. Let's do it. Yeah. And very often we are stopped mostly by ourselves and by belief that is hidden from us mm -hmm. and we are not even aware uh, is there. So that's the part you're helping with, isn't it? Yeah. To reframe certain beliefs. Mm-hmm. When you find yourself saying, I should be doing this, I should be doing that, I should be doing that over there, or I can't, I can't possibly, I can't, can't, can't. These mm -hmm. are the things where there is something there that sits there and is holding you back from something. Mm -hmm. And pretty much everyone, no, who am I <laughs> bullshitting? Everyone has it. <laughs> Yeah, in some level, in some level, in some times, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I love to bring on, and this is most of the time lovingly, kind of, mm -hmm. the, the example of, I can't do this because I'm a man. <laughs> this is such a, first of all, an excuse. Yeah. And second of all, it's not true. I, I had someone in my life who said, I can't do the washing because I don't understand the washing machine. Mm. First of all, it's illogical to me because he was an engineer. So it was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> Who are you kidding? <laughs> and then it was this thing that is the tin tiniest thing of holding yourself back hmm. from something for whatever reason. Hmm. And that reason is something that I un uncover because that is usually something that we are unaware of. As soon as we see it, shed light on it. Mm -hmm. It kind of evaporates like a ghost, like, whoop, and it's gone. And all of a sudden you think like, huh, why did I ever think I can't do this? It's so easy. Mm. 
it's a bit of as you were saying just use the light or the torch of someone else wisdom and shine at that particular point or even shine from the different angle and then suddenly everything come to the place or you see something or well i i do love it because i know that that's the main ground when everything is is stopping us from being perfect and perfect by perfect i mean exactly as we supposed to be exactly yeah. as we want to be and that's for me is perfect so that would be the first step someone comes to you and you start with this one correct yeah with a mindset because that's usually all that's holding us back mm -hmm. the the rest is just gathering knowledge gathering a skill so what examples when someone thinks something when someone hears someone talking in their own head or out loud to the co-workers they will catch themselves to say what would be prompt to speak to you that is a very good question i think many times it has been the fact that people say that their brand isn't working mm -hmm. and they feel and that's the crucial thing they feel Mm -hmm. They don't think, they feel that something's not working. Mm -hmm. They don't know what they are doing wrong. Mm -hmm. And also that they don't like their brand. Mm -hmm. So there's usually why. Or what is it that makes them not like their brand? Quite often, it's as simple as that they never had a branding and had just done something, you know, the typical, just a logo and some colors. Mm -hmm. that they liked and it's not doing great for them because they have outgrown that outgrown it but they don't see it they just feel mm -hmm. that something is off something's not working they are unhappy mm -hmm. and they feel literally meh and i love mm -hmm. this word so much because this is this pops up all the time and and it describes pretty much everything in this mm. one yeah, tiny that's a, that, word that's my favorite word as well it's Yeah, How do you feel today? Meh. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yep. it's a quite often that and it's very much down to observing what they say in terms of my brand isn't working and my husband is telling me it's just a hobby. Mm -hmm. That's there, an alert which goes immediately off because, okay, your husband, the, the human which is closest to you besides your children, if you have any, says that it's just a hobby. So he diminishes you in that moment. You might not realize it. You might not know it, like properly know it. But the subconscious is immediately there like, yeah, oh my God, I'm not good enough. I will never make it. This is just a hobby. This is just a hobby. So let's do the hobby. Let's have 200 quid per month. And that's because it's a hobby. A short sentence like this can spiral down in so many limiting beliefs that hold us back from where we want to go. Mm -hmm. Or someone who blames their brand and marketing for not working. There is usually immediately something where my ears prick, where I think like, huh, is it really? Let's have a look at this. <laughs> 
it's quite interesting as well how we as a human being really get used to to blame everything and everyone around us that we are not successful again mindset mm-hmm. but you know why are you not doing it because my small toe is telling me not to yeah or because some app doesn't work oh yeah or because i'm not good at technical stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. that's an excuse hmm. because first of all when you come out of this belief that you can't mm-hmm. can't i am not good at something when you come out of this belief it already changes that's the the very first step that things start to change and move mm-hmm. and then you will find yourself all of a sudden understanding much much more about what you use and then at one point you will find yourself like huh why did i think it was so difficult it is not mm-hmm. and that's already the chain reaction of change that mm-hmm. comes from just getting out of this one false belief and so because humans are as we are we <laughs> we always love to blame other things Mm-hmm. economy our bosses our if you're self employed your marketing or your brand and instead of looking inside because that would mean you have to invest work mm-hmm. into yourself you have to look inside and your brain which doesn't like change needs to accept there is change going on mhm that is true so what was the most surprising and quickest help or advice you ever gave And I do understand sometimes you may not be able because of the confidentiality of of things but maybe there's something you can tell Actually I can't tell it because I can't remember what I had said ah. <laughs> <laughs> because I was just on a walk and talk with someone Mhm and that someone spoke about things that are not working out Mhm and I listened and I asked a question and I can't really put my finger on it anymore what it was. All of a sudden she started crying and I was like, ah, ah, what, "What have I done?" And she said, "I never felt this good as I do now in the last six months." Wow. I was cool. just asking a simple for me, mm. simple question. And I followed my intuition there. So so it was like, "What have I done?" <laughs> How did that happen? But that was I think it was 10 minutes the conversation until that happened from start mm. to until this moment. Mm. And that led into she becoming my client. Mm. And then turned into a longer term client. Yeah, I I really can't remember. I wish I would remember. Oh, it's what well. I said, but it's it's it was one of those beautiful things mm. where I found myself all of a sudden like in I helped someone. Oh, yes. Oh. You know, I I love this. For me it's the greatest when I have been able to help someone. Mm. And then after this I was more and more conscious about it. And then I started to observe when it happened and I found myself using all the coaching questions I had learned and all the coaching techniques and that led then into NLP and and further down the line. But mm. now I I am having fun asking certain questions because I just know that they eventually will lead to 
aha moments to epiphanies and to happy crying, not mm -hmm, crying, mm -hmm. crying, yeah. energized and empowered human beings. Very super cool, indeed. It's ever happened that at one part was performed without other. What I mean by that, because you are branding coach, have you ever done only coaching and then people go off on their own? Or, you know, have you ever happened that you split the service or is just no. one thing? It's, and It's interesting that you ask because I'm actually thinking about how to create a coaching session only without the branding part. Oh. Yes, exactly. And you're asking this now. It's, it's like I'm mulling over this for days now. Hmm. Interesting. But no, it never happened because the whole marketing, branding, design background, the coaching, mm -hmm. the NLP, that's all ingrained in me. It comes mm -hmm. automatically. And I mm -hmm. know from the mechanics of a branding, the mechanics mm -hmm. of a marketing, I know when I see someone doing something mm -hmm. that I just deliver the right answer, well, the right answer for this moment in time to them, and I can't separate them. It just happens automatically. My brain is just like, you know, supercomputer going through all of my knowledge and then spitting out the equation, which is just right in that moment in time. So... But yeah, it's, it's really interesting that you ask because I'm thinking about if I can do this. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I, <clears throat> as I declared before, I am big, big fan of the part with the branding you do. Yeah. But I'm also really big fan about coaching. So I'm sending my customers to you, to the both. And my declaration, which you liked before, was exactly that because I know that will help them greatly, both parts, and that will help me to help them double greatly and make both parts' life easier. So I'm a big fan of the part with branding and, you know, I love brands and everything. But just out of curiosity, I was like, maybe someone is like, I know branding, I know on it, which is again, <laughs> we don't like them, <laughs> do we? <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. You've done this on purpose. <laughs> you know, it's my pet peeve. Well, there are currently a lot of people who say they do branding. Mm -hmm. But when you dig deep, there is actually no branding expertise behind it. Yeah. Because there is this weird mindset that has established itself that a branding is just some colors and a cheap logo. And mm -hmm. it's absolutely not. Branding is psychology, is based on emotion, is based on so many things. Branding is strategy. So it's... No, it's no. That was me asking you questions. So please explain what branding <laughs> is. And now I can't because you're already in. <laughs> you know that I'm going off on a tangent on this. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> exactly, because you were talking about the part with the coaching. So... Talk about a little bit about branding part of your impact. Usually it happens that my clients already had a brand of some sort. Mm -hmm. So it's not working. They feel meh about it. They feel meh about their business journey. Mm -hmm. 
And I start at the beginning and make clear that a business is a brand in our world. We are not at the level of a corporate where the CEO is completely separate from the brand and the brand has become an object in itself, like Coca-Cola, for example. As small business owner, you have a business, you present it, you present a brand in that moment. And we all have our goals where we want to go. So there is no separation. And then I look at what's already existing. I ask questions. Do you like what you have been given there? Where does it come from? Was it professionally done or where do you have it from? And then I go into the nitty gritty of the branding itself. What are your clients? Who do you love to work with? Are the colors that you have the right colors? Well, that's something I more do internally because then I mm-hmm. put the advice mm-hmm. out. Okay, listen, you're in the mental health sector. Black is not something you should have in this sector mm. because it's grief. It's you aimed for something luxurious, but mental health has nothing to do with luxury. Mm-hmm. So choosing black is the black hole of depression, is grief. It's putting someone in a grave. It's, mm. It represents all the darkness that you actually want to get people out of. Mm. So behind every color, there is a psychology. Mm. It's not just some color. Blue mm. is rooting and grounding. Green is the nurturing part. That's why look at the NHS logo. Mm-hmm. Look at Greenpeace logo. Look at several other companies that have established themselves over years. Look at the color and then see how they have utilized the color in their branding strategy. I hate the word strategy. That's why I usually don't use it as often. But branding is a marketing strategy or rather it's the biggest part of a branding st- uh, of a marketing strategy mm-hmm. and all these things there is a lot of technicality behind it yeah, but remember we also talk quite a lot when we chat about words and meanings and certain connotation and that exactly what it is strategy is simply your plan how you implement your vision and how you get to your goal yeah yeah, yeah exactly to your outcome Yeah. Every single business should have at least vague idea. <laughs> Hope so. Yeah. But the truth is, as much detail you get to that, it's easier to get what you want to be. Yeah. Like with the, remember the Alice and um, in Wonderland, in the, the cat, the... The Cheshire so, cat. The Cheshire yeah. cat, where you want to go. Yeah. I don't know. So it doesn't matter really which way you're going to use. Yeah. It leads you to somewhere anyway. So. Yeah, But it's the whole thing behind branding is also that you choose the right typography mm-hmm. for your business. If you are someone who is in the construction industry, you would never choose a font that is very swirly and has lots of curls in because that's more of the... Wedding industry, for example. Mm. When you have a certain business, although I am not fixated on certain industries, but I know the psychology behind the things. So mm. I choose with you together the right 
font, the right colors. Then we work on the messaging. What exactly is it that you need to say, what you have to say, what you say because you are you and present your business. How can we use your language mm -hmm. to your advantage? Mm -hmm. And then what's with social media? Then do you have a content strategy? Is there something in place that moves you forward? Where do you want to be in the future? Do you want to start a YouTube channel? Do you want to be on TikTok? How do you present yourself there? Where does the logo fit in? How many logos do you have? Branding, for example, and one of the things where, uh, which I don't understand as well as being from a design background, mm -hmm. there are so many people who have one logo and that in JPEG. Mm. No decent graphic designer would deliver only that. None. Yeah. So when you have a logo with a brand designer, with a specialist, graphic designer as well, specialist, mm -hmm. you will always have various versions of it. And especially in the branding. It's you a will branding have, pack. Yeah, yeah, it's a branding pack. It's, it's in the branding included. Yeah. You have various versions that you mm -hmm. can place where it fits. Because sometimes you don't want to have the full-on logo. Mm -hmm. You just want to have a wee something in the corner of an image that you put online on your social media post. Mm -hmm. But it is there as a constant reminder for your clients or for your fans that they can recognize you immediately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you always have several versions that will allow you as a business owner to put it on anything that you put out there. Then there are letterheads, business cards. Everything that you show to the outside world mm. that has your name and the business name on it, or only the business name, depending on how you go, if you go with a brand or personal brand. Mm -hmm. So there's, and there's so much more to it as well, but there's so much more. And if someone tells you they are a branding specialist and they let you choose the colors without any guidance, Mm -hmm. that's not quite what should be done. Mm. That is true. It is fascinating. Obviously, I'm really deeply fascinated by brands and I that's my aim to help people to go further and start playing with it. And that's why I really appreciate the work you do because that gives me a good playground as we say <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because <laughs> basically when someone who works with you come back to me they are already conscious of what they're going for yeah not working with well even if i said playground but you know it's not a kindergarten per se no but we need to have fun with what we do yeah we yeah set out it, it is not our business should not be a stern thing where we show up like to a job every day because it, oh. there is a reason why we set out there is a purpose that has fueled us or is fueling us and that is where we have fun this is the joy that we mm. feel when we are in our element and can help people or can make people mm. shine in your case i mean you help people as well i, I mean shine in terms of <laughs> of great photography. Sometimes a bit of mud, <laughs> then and there. 
But yeah, generally. But yeah, it's we are taking ourselves and the world way too seriously. Mm. And I'm saying this and addressing it to myself as well because I, I also do this. Mm. Everyone does it. But I find when you say playground or when you say have fun with it, when, mm. I, when someone else um, I hold dearly says this, it is true. Mm, it is. But the thing is, and my idea and, you know, me trying to or trying asking you that questions and getting you to clarify today with people what is what, what you do, how you help, hope it works and people are more aware where the, your special magic lies. But the whole idea is to actually bring love back. You mm -hmm. make people to fall in love with what they do again mm -hmm. or, you know, change a little bit things and that helps. And then as a consequence, that's why I'm saying about the playground and about fun, because then they can really embrace what they've learned and bring to the life. Yeah. Because they work with concept with you. Yeah. A little bit then bringing to the ground, but they can really bring all imagination into the life with me then. Yeah. But they need to know. Here's the thing, listeners. I want you to imagine something. And it doesn't matter if you're an introvert like we are or an extrovert or whoever you are, whatever you label yourself. Think of your most favorite piece of clothing in the world and how it makes you feel. And that you are not ashamed to show yourself with it, if it's a 1C, for example, or that you feel confident to show up, you feel like nothing is going to stop you in a certain outfit. And that's exactly the feeling that you have with a good brand that is tailored to who you are, what you do, and who you work with. I am utterly, utterly in love with my brand. And it is, mm -hmm. it is my best business buddy. It is my everything because it gives me so much confidence to overcome many things. It reminds me of why am I doing this? And it makes things work automatically because my mindset is different. My emotions towards it are loving and not like, eh, this is just meh. <laughs> so, and as soon as you have this, these positive emotions and have this yeah, beautiful feeling of energy radiating throughout you, you just go ahead and do things. All of a sudden, shooting a video is totally easy, which Vera can do, by the way. Or when I prepare the ground with giving back the confidence about a brand, imagine when you wear your favorite outfit and you go to Vera or another photographer, how amazing these pictures would look like because you are in your amazing state. And it does really not matter if you are usually scared of photographs like me, or that you usually hate them, the moment you become so confident and you are so in love, you will radiate this and you will have the confidence to show up mm. on photos, on everywhere. That's, that's beautiful and well put. And what I would add to it, and I admire your part in the whole process, is I really believe, and it works for me, 
but I can bet that it works for every single person who listened to that as well. When you know what you want, who you are, where you're going, you not hesitate. Yeah. You get what you want. It's like, again, five years old or three years old, they want that sweet. <laughs> nothing else. Nothing gonna stop them. It's, yeah. it's not the way. And I guess that's what you do. It is the same for your business and for your brand, because when you've got the right mindset and you know how to represent yourself, and again, you know why these things are lined up, then you can easily tap to that knowledge and repeat results. Yeah. Because you know why you do what you do. That supports your vision. And that is much easier for you to go next step and create that and put that to the world, to the reality. Because as you were saying, I love the analogy with the clothes. But at the same time, it's easier for you to work with, I don't know, exactly, photographer, social media person, videographer, whoever you choose as your team to help you to pass the message it's easier because you know what are you talking about or yeah. you've got the vision. You need someone who's going to helping you with bringing that. But you you know. Yeah. And even if you don't know the words for it, you are know what feeling you are going after. You know, if they present you with some ideas, you more likely know if that's the right one or left one because you've got your baseline set properly. Yeah. And on top of that, as soon as something slides off, you will notice and catch it before it goes detrimental. Mm -hmm. Of course, there are certain things we cannot influence when something bad happens in our lives and which is totally out of control, um, out of our control. But as soon as you are so aligned with your brand and there is something minor happening that you have maybe adapted an old habit again, which is not a good habit, you can identify it, identify it earlier <laughs> and therefore work on it immediately and just say, okay, I noticed that you are here. Thanks for coming back, old friend. Let's have a cuppa, but then there's the door. And then you just move forward and don't look back to the old habit, hmm. which caused some of the stir-up that you had before. I guess what we're trying to, what we do here, skips word trying, what we do here, <laughs> it's, an honor, it's a good example how you can correct yourself nicely. What we do here, it's educating and making you aware, hopefully, that when you do things the right way, everything later it's easier and easier and more fun and you can thrive and be successful, isn't it? Yeah. I cannot agree, uh, disagree with it. Mm. <laughs> Where did that come from? I cannot mm. disagree with this, <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> Are you done with your questions? <laughs> it's amazing how much I, I still don't like being put on the spot. 
Mm, I know, I know. That's but I, I, but, I really but I've gotten much better. Much, much, you, much, much. You better. are. You're getting better. And I appreciate that you agreed to that because I feel like we managed to cut off a bit of confusion with what you do. I and hope how so. you're doing. That's the, that was the plan, at least. Yeah, <laughs> That was our plan. So over to you, dear listeners. Have we been successful? <laughs> Let us know if that was a success or if you're still confused that we can talk about it more. That's the option. <laughs> <laughs> we would really appreciate some feedback if that was helpful, successful, and now you're really certain of how beautiful human being can help you to be mm -hmm. successful in your mindset and also in your branding. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you for being with us another time and we wish you all the best and hope to meet you again next time. Thank you so much and bye. Bye. Bye.